0: Good morning, I'm Jake Sherman, and welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It is Friday, May twenty 2022. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, why the Senate will, and will not, get a gun deal. Number two, the House preps a new gun package. And number three, a couple new ads and a massive cash haul. Okay, let's get into it. The Friday Before Memorial Day and for the first time in several years, a bipartisan group of senators is holding talks on new gun control laws. Now, um, a number of senators, um, a number of Republican and Democratic senators have started meeting yesterday in Chris Murphy's Capitol hideaway to come up with a... um, Uh, some sort of gun package this group includes murphy obviously they wouldn't be meeting in his office without him uh richard blumenthal of connecticut democrat joe manchin and kirsten cinema of west virginia and arizona respectively both conservative democrats and martin heinrich of new mexico uh republicans involved include susan collins of maine pat toomey of pennsylvania lindsey graham of south carolina and bill cassidy of louisiana now um At this point, um, the talks are really in their infancy, and the first meeting was held uh, just yesterday, so there's not a ton of takeaways we could, um, we have at this point besides a few things. Number one, uh, there are discussions to create uh, grant programs to encourage red flag laws and uh, institute an expanded background check system to screen gun sales. Now, Red flags are are, uh, the red flag provision is very popular among Republicans and Democrats, Um, and the background check will be difficult, more difficult, but not impossible. By the way, the red flag uh, provision again is just creating a grant system to help states set them up and encourage states to set them up. Um, Let's just be clear. I mean, we've seen this before, especially when it comes to guns. That that folks get together, they Uh, try to get some sort of compromise and ultimately uh, fail because the pressure is too high or the politics are too tricky, whatever. It is, um, I would say that this is still pretty far off. But when there's a legislative debate, one exercise we like to do is we like to um, lay out reasons why a deal will come together and reasons why a deal will not. So let's start with reasons why a deal could come together. This is incrementalism, right? The Democrats usually swing for the fences, and here they are relying on a much more narrow set of provisions, a much more modest set of provisions. For example, there's been no talk about an assault weapons ban, Uh, no talk about raising the age to buy rifles. Um, So that has attracted Republicans. That's a good dynamic for a deal. Another interesting dynamic is Republicans have made a different calculation this time. I mean, um, we talked to Joe Manchin about this yesterday, but um, they, I think they feel that Democrats are being reasonable and they can't ignore that. Red flag laws have been supported by a host of Republicans, Rick Scott, Marco Rubio, Lindsey Graham, all have been in favor of red flag laws. Um, and for the moment, Mitch McConnell has blessed these talks. So you see something different here. Number three, the Senate has gotten used to gangs. Now, we're talking about legislative gangs here. Some of the biggest accomplishments in this Senate have been cut by, have been put together by gangs. Uh, The trillion dollar infrastructure law, um, a lot of legislating now happens outside of committees among political allies and personal friends. That's what's happening here. And the myth of the NRA. Now, I understand the NRA is a good talking point for Democrats. The NRA is not really powerful anymore. The whole Republican Party is the NRA. They all hold this point of view. So the NRA has, in its last effort to kill any kind of gun reform, failed. Uh, that was the Fix Nix bill back in 2018, which then-President then President Donald Trump signed into law. Um, the uh, So it's not as if Republicans need to go to the NRA and clear these talks. They don't. And that... Has led that is that has led to a um, a smoother process, let's say. And then there's the shock value. Um, we get the sense from lawmakers that these back-to-back shootings have truly shaken the institution to their core. Now, will they get a deal? Again, skeptical. We could all be skeptical here, but there's there the this does feel a bit different. I'm not saying totally different, but a bit different. Okay, now why a deal is sure to fall apart. Republicans are second amendment absolutists. Like as you know, there are 35 Republicans who will never vote for any gun control package, no matter how moderate or reasonable it is. Um, So that leaves 15 Republicans who are in play and that's even generous. And to get a deal, you need 10 of those 15. So on Capitol Hill, sentiment is very quick to spread. And if Senate Republican leadership decides that an emerging agreement is weak or politically risky, uh, they'll let the rank and file that they are that let, let the rank and file know that they are not going to support it, and and lawmakers will get the message quickly. Now, the, another dynamic: Second Amendment groups will organize. Now, the NRA's power is overrated, but they do have some influence. And the GOA, the Gun Owners of America, the more conservative group, will they will flood Senate offices with phone calls. So, if lawmakers feel like they don't have the space to deal, they won't deal. Next dynamic: time. I mean, this recess could not have come at a worse time for Chuck Schumer and Senator Chris Murphy, the leader of this ta- these talks. The Senate's gone for the next 10 days. Now, I know Murphy's going to be talking to people. I get that. But the fact that senators are going home for more than a week is a huge, huge challenge. Um, the more time that goes by, the harder it will be to do a deal. And the sense of urgency of this crisis met, will be um, most important in persuading to uh, act on a controversial issue and that at urgency is waning is going to wane a little bit. It's an election year. So this sounds crass, but Republicans are are not going, are, are not going to be tempted to give Democrats a win during an election year. That is just a reality. And I, you know, a lot of people wish it weren't so, but Republicans say they want to keep the focus on economic issues, not, not, um, not gun control. Although these horrible, horrific massacres, you know should spur some action it's possible that they don't now the last point the inertia of inaction now (laughs) i know that sounds ironic but congress is really damn good at doing nothing and when you're betting bet the under that's what uh, a, a source of mine always tells me it's difficult to do big things it's difficult to do little things it's difficult to do anything so those are the dynamics to think about number two story of the day The House is readying its own gun control package. The House Democratic leadership is assembling another package of gun control measures that could include raising the age limit for uh, gun purchases, a ban on ghost guns, and additional penalties for illegal straw purchasers of firearms and beefed up storage requirements for gun owners. Now, the House could do whatever it wants because it has a, a small Democratic majority but it has a Democratic majority whereas the Senate has no majority it has a it's a 50/50 Senate although Democrats hold the majority because of Kamala Harris's vote so uh, Hoyers also announced Denny Hoyer the House major- Majority Leader has announced that they will vote on Lucy McPath's bill to create a red flag law when it re- uh, a national red flag law when it returns from the Memorial Day recess and Salud Carbajal uh, has a a bill that incentivized states to establish their own red flag laws. So similar to what the Senate is working on. So there's some action in the House as well. Number three story of the day, a couple interesting things to, to take a look at. And I, we, we really suggest, I suggest, but we also suggest that you look at the newsletter this morning because uh new democracy a group is running an ad that s- suggesting that um, Congress is focusing on cracking down on big Tech when inflation is rippling throughout the country it's a really interesting ad against that big tech bill penned by Senator Amy Klobuchar also of note Katie Porter fundraising powerhouse has reported she has one she raised 1.8 million between April 1 and May 18th and has, Drum roll, please. $18.7 million on hand. That is for a house race. She won't spend it all. She won't spend most of that, but still, fundraising is out of control these days. And with that, leave us a rating and review. You could subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a great day. Have a great Memorial Day, great Memorial Day weekend, and please stay safe.